0: As you know, I love it when science merges with artificial intelligence. A lot of really incredible advancements, a lot of really interesting things are happening. One thing that I thought was relatively interesting that recently just happened is that scientists have used AI to teach a neural network to recognize when a user is tired. So like, for example, if you embedded something like this into ChatGPT, you could be sitting there on ChatGPT or even um, or even you could be on Facebook maybe making posts or maybe you could be on google sheets or google docs writing something writing an email and then you could have a neural network you could have this technology embedded into literally any platform and it would be able to tell if you are tired it's an interesting concept like what would you know google do with that would they target you with different ads for like sleep the sleep related things um all sorts of really interesting concepts meta who's notorious for ad targeting maybe they're already using something like this or maybe Um, This is already embedded in one way or another to their algorithms of ad recommendations. In any case, let's talk about uh, what we're seeing today from this and some of these really interesting implications. Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. I need to ask you for a big favor. Believe it or not, we have around 92,000 people that listen to this podcast every month, which is absolutely amazing. But when you go to our Apple Podcasts or Spotify pages, we only have around 110 reviews total. If you could do me a massive favor and give this podcast a review, I would be super, super grateful. Every time I contact an incredible founder or CEO in AI, they look at the podcast, they look at how many reviews I have. And that helps me to get better guests on the show. So if you could do A huge favor to myself and also yourself, go to the Apple podcast or the Spotify page, wherever you listen to this and give a review of the show. If you've noticed lately, I've been doing interviews with some really phenomenal CEOs. I have some more amazing ones coming up in the coming weeks with some CEOs that have raised hundreds of millions of dollars for their AI startups. I want to bring these to you and I want to get more of those. So please drop a review, go to your wife's account, go to your husband's account, go to your kid's account and leave a review. I don't care. Help us get more reviews, and I promise I will help bring some amazing AI entrepreneurs and guests onto the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So really what's happening here, I guess the headline is that researchers have developed a neural network to detect operator fatigue, and they're doing this using eye movement. So in a collaborative effort to enhance operational safety, researchers from St. Petersburg University and St. Petersburg Federal Research Center at the Russian Academy of Science have developed a comprehensive database of eye movement strategies. So this data actually aims to inform neural network modules designed to monitor the psychological states of individuals working in various critical roles, such as vehicle fleet drivers, air traffic controllers, and industrial plant operators. So the first thing I want to mention here is really when they're talking about this research and why they're doing it, they're like, look, this is for individuals in really critical roles where they, nothing can go wrong, right? Air traffic control. You cannot have an air traffic controller getting sleepy and, you know, missing the, missing the mark. There's all sorts of terrible things that can happen. Now, um, at the beginning of this podcast, you know, in the intro, I I alluded to the fact that this could be used for advertising in other areas. And while that may have been a little bit of a stretch, right? Because really how this technology works is by monitoring your, your iris by monitoring your eye. Um, I think that it's still not that far off that that could be a, a, a place where this gets to. You know, a lot of times you're on your phone using your phone um, and the camera is activated or you give camera access to TikTok or you give uh, you know Instagram access to your camera. You give all sorts of apps access to your camera that theoretically could be on and tracking you or maybe when you upload a video um, that's like a camera-based video to a social media platform, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, X, whatever, right? Like let's say you it knows that you actually like did the recording. So for example, on TikTok, you can be recording a video on TikTok. It sees your eyes on there. So like there is a case to be made that even um, like a lot of different apps that you wouldn't really think about or expect when you're uploading a TikTok video, TikTok could literally be tracking and detecting if they think you're tired at that very moment. So not saying that everyone's doing this or this may be like a big, huge invasion of privacy thing that's immediately happening, but the fact that it's possible begs the like you have to discuss the implications of something that's possible because inevitably like either it's whether it's a bad actor or someone claiming to do it for safety like it will get embedded into stuff if it's possible people will do it so that's all i'm saying um, i'm not saying that tiktok and facebook are going to be spying on you um turning on your camera when you're not expecting it and seeing how tired you are or, or your laptop company but also think about the fact that you know there is a there's a big prevalent problem uh which is obviously made known by the fact that a lot of like modern laptops you buy today have like a, a manual hard shutter to cover your camera because people hack into cameras all the time you can download a piece of software um, that has access to your camera right like i mean theoretically something like zoom that needs access to your camera for video calling could also be hacked into and secretly access your camera when you don't know and a lot of people feel like this is a major invasion of privacy so they i've you know you can go on amazon and buy these little Um, Slider window shutters that go on top of your camera lens on your laptop to like manually cover it with a piece of plastic And this is all like so popular that to the point that a lot of really modern um, Windows laptops i've seen um, Some of the newest ones coming out literally have like hard built-in camera lens covers so Obviously they're doing this for a reason people can hack into your camera And so whether it's your phone or whether it's your laptop and you're worried about exploitation like imagine if someone was hacking into your um, laptop seeing that you like running this technology through your camera on you to see that you are tired and then maybe that's when when scammers um go and try to give you a scam call because they know you're maybe you're more likely to fall for something or become a victim if you are you know sleep deprived and you're not functioning at your full potential so there's the whole uh there's the whole spiel about how this can be used for bad i try to always give that um for every ai advancement but there's definitely some ways this could be used for good so let's let's jump back into the research The research team utilized a multifaceted approach. Essentially, they were capturing a range of behavioral and neuropsychological indicators to offer a more comprehensive understanding of operator state. So whether um, they are tired or alert, the research findings were published in the scientific journal Sensor. So Irina Soshina, who's the director of biological sciences and the professor at the Institute of Cognitive Research at St. Petersburg State University, emphasized the advantages of an integrated methodology she noted quote an integrated approach provides a more complete picture and a more objective assessment of the functional state so in contrast to approaches involving separate registrations of certain um, indicators that reflect the state of fatigue satosha pointed out uh, really kind of the limited the, the limitations of current methods like cardiac time revival Measures, which are often considered unreliable indicators of fatigue levels, right? That's currently what we use a lot of the time. Um, And instead of kind of this research focused on a unique approach involving eye movement, which are believed to accurately portray the interplay between neural networks of static and dynamic vision and psychological indicators. So this is really, really interesting. They're literally looking at your eye movements, running a neural net, and they're able to predict how tired you are just from your eye movements which is interesting because they don't need to see anything else about you just your eyes and um, if you think about it your phone and your laptop camera are almost always going to be pointed in a place where they can see your eyes whether they can see the rest of you or not so you know anything that could get access to that camera could pretty much tell when you're tired or not tired and they just have information on you based off of that so I think the researchers have made their comprehensive database publicly available, and they're encouraging software developers to leverage the data to improve their own systems. They said, quote, we have developed a comprehensive database suited for training neural networks that classify a person's state of as tired or alert. Um, that was Alex Kurnishev, and that's a, research, a senior research associate in the Laboratory of Integrated Automation Systems at the St. Petersburg Federal Research Facility at the uh, Russian Academy of Science. The data collected for the study was really robust, incorporating various sensors, including video, camera, um, eye trackers, heart rate monitors, and electrocentrophonographs. Um, the operators were also assessed for other factors such as sleep quality, fatigue, and complex visual motor reactions. So the data collection took place at multiple times during the day, morning, afternoon, and evening to capture a broad spectrum of operator conditions. And the research spanned eight days and included ten participants engaging in a mix of passive and active tasks, such as reading and playing Tetris. The entire process was video recorded for further analysis. I think that's a great move on their part. Um, if people see holes in the way that stuff was trained, you know, there, maybe they'll be like, "Well, it's just predicting that someone's tired because the, the lighting's darker or something." Although I'm sure it's just in a, a laboratory with the exact same lighting. But you know, that that kind of con- that kind of thing. The whole thing has been recorded. Um, And by adopting a multidimensional approach and making the data publicly available, um, I think the research holds the promise of advancing the field of neural network-based fatigue detection systems. So this in turn could significantly bolster safety protocols across various transport industries and defense sectors. That's what they're saying in any way. Um, I see something slightly different, and I see the fact that if they're open sourcing this and giving it away to everyone, great time for hackers and scammers to grab it and use it for bad but you know it'll inevitably hopefully be used for good as well so just take it with a grain of salt and uh, know that this exists so keep that on your radar as there are some very interesting implications i believe with this technology